0: Welcome to the Freight Broker Bootcamp Audio Experience and I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Today, I'm going to share with you the training that we're going to talk about today is 29 tips. Yep, 29. So you got to stick around all the way to the end. 29 tips to help you grow a seven-figure freight broker or freight agency business. Now, these are 29 tips that I've been using these strategies and principles that I'm going to share with you today are things that I've been using since I read one of my favorite books called How to Win Friends and Influence People. I've given away hundreds of copies of this book in my career. I don't know how many it is, hundreds. They should probably pay me royalty at this point, how many I've given away and how much I've promoted this book. These are 29 tips that come from this book. So I highly recommend that you read this book, buy the book. I think it's 10 or 15 bucks, it's cheap. I think there's also an audible version, but I give away the physical copies of the book all the time. So I'm gonna give away 29 tips. Now this is how to win friends and influence people. This is a core and fundamental uh, skill that you need to understand. Now there are a lot of different components to it. I'm gonna share with you 29 tips. Now that means I can't do a deep dive like the book does. Okay. I'm going to touch on some of these tips and try to relate them back to how it will help you grow a successful freight broker or freight agency business. Okay. So there's some different, there's some different areas here that we're going to cover. Um, but again, I'm going to dive into these. I'm going to touch on these, but here we go. So here's, here's the 29 tips. Okay. Starting with techniques in handling people. Learning and understand how to handle people and deal with people is critical to your success as a freight broker or freight agent. This is a people business, okay? As much as people want to push it online, it's a people business, right? People buy people. They don't buy websites. They don't buy um, you, you know. They don't buy price. They buy people, right? So here, techniques in handling people. Number one principle: don't criticize, condemn, or complain. Now, these are tips. That are gonna help you in three primary areas of your business. One, getting customers. Two, developing successful carrier relationships. And three, um, uh, developing successful relationships with your employees, with your team, dispatchers, agents, and other people that work inside your business with you. Okay. So these principles are gonna help in all three of those areas. Okay. And principle number one is don't criticize, condemn, or complain. That's number one. Number two, give honest, and sincere appreciation, okay? Show appreciation. This one always sticks out to me, particularly on the carrier side, right? Um, drivers and carriers are very underappreciated. It will go a million miles, go a long way to be remembered and appreciated if you just show a little appreciation. Something as simple as saying thank you, something as simple as sending a pizza to a carrier or a dispatcher or a driver who bailed you out of a difficult situation. Those are ways that you can show honest and sincere appreciation. That's principle number two. Principle number three, arouse in others an eager want. Okay, now you have to listen on this one because I'm gonna give you an example. Arouse in others an eager want. In order to take advantage of this principle and to leverage this principle, you have to first understand what somebody wants. That means you have to build rapport. That means you have to listen. That means you have to ask good questions. So let's say for example, Most people in corporate America, whether they're a shipping manager, logistics manager, traffic manager, they all want one of three things or all three things. They want a promotion, they want a raise, or they want recognition. Those three things, okay? So if you know that, okay, what you can do is you can arouse um, in another person an eager want. So you can bring that to the table, make that a part of the conversation, make that a part of the dialogue. Why? Why? because it's important to them. And remember, it's developing relationships. It's all about them. Now that whether that's a shipper or a carrier or an employee, you can do the exact same thing. I just happened to give you an example on the shipper side. Okay. So those are three techniques in handling people, right? And again, these are principles that are coming from Dale Carney book, how to win friends and influence people. So those are the first three principles. We got 29 to get through. So I got to really hustle here. All right. Here's six ways to make people like you. These are principles that came from the book. Number one, become genuinely interested in other people. If you want people to like you, if you want to develop good rapport, show interest in other people. Don't make it about you. If you find yourself talking about you, you're making a huge mistake. Make it all about them, okay? So that's principle number four. Principle number five, smile. Smile, guys. And whether you're face-to-face or you're doing it over the phone, it makes a difference, okay? Trust me, it makes a difference. Smile, it changes your attitude, it changes your demeanor, changes your posture, right? You can't be miserable when you're smiling. You can't be negative when you're smiling. It's hard, right? So smile, that's principle number five. Wait, we had one, two, three, four, five. Principle number six, remember that a person's name is that is is to that person the sweetest and most important sound in any language. Let me say that again. A person's name is the sweetest and most important sound in any language. Address people by their name, get their names correct. Make sure you use their name frequently throughout your conversation, whether that be an email or you through LinkedIn or face-to-face or over the phone. Make sure you use their name. People love to hear their name. So use it as a part of the dialogue, okay? Next principle, be a good listener and encourage others to talk about themselves. Again, most people think that sales and developing rapport and relationships is about talking. It's not about talking. It's more about listening. To be honest with you, it's probably like a 70-30 30%, talkie, 70, 70, 30% talking, 70% listening. So become a good listener and encourage people to talk about themselves, right? Because that's the favorite thing that people want to talk about is themselves, whether that be you or your prospects. The favorite thing to do is to talk about themselves. So let them talk about themselves and they will tell you the key. They will, they will hand you the keys to the castle, okay? I promise you, all right? Next principle is talk in terms of the other person's interests. Again, we talked about this in technique uh, and handling people. You have to understand what matters to other people. If you want people to pay attention, if you want to get their attention, if you want to retain their attention, you have to talk about things that are important to them, okay? Speak in terms of the other person's interests. Now that could be interest from a business perspective. That could be interest from a personal perspective, right? What's the most important thing in a person's life outside of work? Their family usually, right? Their family, their husband, their wife, their kids, their mom, their dad, right? Beyond that, hobbies and interests, right? Things inside of work, uh, you know, their financial well-being, the ability to get promoted, the relationships with their boss, getting a good review, uh, work-life balance. Those are all things that um, you know that are interesting to other people. So talk in terms. Of what other people's interests are. Okay. The next principle make the other person feel important and do it sincerely, right? All of this has goes without saying, has to be genuine and with sincerity, right? You can't make this stuff up. Right. So make the other person feel important, right? Give them a compliment, right? Compliment people. Compliment people for their success, for you know compliment them whenever you get the opportunity right complimenting people and giving them a sincere compliment and making them feel important is an incredible way to build rapport and develop a relationship remember this is these are ways to make people like you right so these are principles designed to help and 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 cause people to like you right all right so that's make the other person feel important and do it sincerely all right so this next list is win people to your way of thinking. So I'm gonna share with you, I think there's 12 principles here in winning people to your way of thinking. Number one, the only way to get the best of an argument is to avoid it. We've all heard this before, right? The only way to get the best of an argument, the only way to win an argument is to avoid it. Don't argue, don't argue with your carriers, don't argue with your employees and definitely do not argue with your shippers, right? Arguing solves nothing zero problems. An argument will, nobody ever wins an argument. Okay. The next one, show respect for the other person's opinion. Never say you're wrong. Okay. And this comes up a lot in the freight brokerage and freight agency business when dealing with carriers and employees in particular, right? Um, Let's think about a carrier situation, right? A carrier for whatever reason picks up or delivers a load late and the broker gets on the phone and beats them over the head until they want them to submit and just say that they were wrong. Listen, people, people even when they are wrong, don't wanna say they're wrong. And there's really no benefit in getting them to say they're wrong. You don't win that argument, okay? So show respect for another person's opinion and never tell them they're wrong. Focus on a solution, okay? Especially in that situation. The next one, if you're wrong, admit it quickly and, and be empathetic, right? So if you're wrong, feel free to admit it and just get past it. Because here's the thing. If I were that carrier and you were a broker beating me up over picking up or delivering a load late, the best way to diffuse that situation when you're saying, why were you late? Why did you deliver that late? Just admit that you made a mistake because at that point, they can't continue to beat you over the head. You admitted it, you acknowledged it and now you can move on to a solution, okay? All right, the next one is begin in a friendly way. Now this is pretty generic, but beginning in a friendly way, right? So when you're developing a relationship, what I take from this is focus on building a friend, not building a customer, right? So someone's going to need to like and trust you, right? Before they're going to do business with you, right? So they have to like you first. People do business with people that they are most likely to be friends with, the things they have the most in common with. So remember, begin in a friendly way. The next one, get the other person saying yes, yes, immediately. So focus on getting them to say yes. Use questions and use trial closes and use particularly questions as a part of your dialogue and getting them to say yes. The more you can get them to say yes and to be agreeable in the early stages of the conversation, statistically and probability wise, the more likely they are to stay agreeable and to sway to your way of thinking. Okay. So get them saying yes early, even if it's just a, uh, a nod or, uh, or some sort of affirmation or confirmation of what you're saying and uh, how you're approaching the conversation. Okay. Next one is let other, let the other person do a great deal of talking. Again, I said this to you before, most conversations, particularly on the sales side should be about a 70, 30. 30% 30% you talking, 70% them talking. If it's reversed, you're doing something wrong. Let them, let the other person do a great deal of talking. And the way you the way you promote having them talk is to ask good questions, right? If you ask a question and it's a good question, um, you know, where they can't just say yes or no or a one word answer. If you ask them a question that requires a dialogue, it's gonna create a two-way dialogue versus just a one-way you speaking at them versus having a real conversation, okay? So let the other person do a great deal of talking and don't interrupt them, right? Uh, Next one, let the other person feel that the idea is his or hers. This happens a lot, particularly with employees, at least in my experience. You know, um, people love to take credit for an idea. And sometimes the boss likes to steal credit from their employees, right? And so my suggestion to you Particularly in that situation, is regardless of who came up with the idea, let them own it. Right? They're going to take a lot more pride in owning it. They're going to they're going to actually follow through whatever that idea is. They're going to implement that idea. They're going to promote that idea if they think it's their own. Right? It doesn't matter who came up with the idea. All it matters is that it's a great idea and that it gets implemented. So, uh, let the other person feel that the idea is his or hers. Right? Next, try honest. Try honestly to see things from the other person's point of view. All right, so I can't say this enough. You have to look through the lens of the other person. You have to think about everything you say and do in building relationships and having conversations and communicating through the eyes of the other person. There, they When it's a cold call or you're just reaching out and building rapport, remember, you got to understand most people think that you have an agenda, you have a hidden agenda, And that for some reason, you're just trying to sell them, right? So you have to think about that in your communications. The most important way to, this is probably one of the most important tips I'm going to share with you in this, how to win people to your way of thinking, is to always think about it from their perspective. Think about it from their side. Put yourself in their shoes, right? And this goes with your spouse, with your kids, with your employees, with carriers you're working with, with shippers, with partners, with anybody right? So always look at it from their point of view, okay? Next, be sympathetic with the other person's ideas and desires, right? So be sympathetic with their ideas and desires. Again, if they have an idea, and it may not be the idea that you go with, it may not be the best idea, it may not even be an idea that you're going to implement it, um, then still be sympathetic to their situation. You know, give them a little bit of credit for that idea. And again, um, be sympathetic to their desires. What is it that they want? Be and, and when I say it's not as much sympathetic, I think, is empathetic. Under, acknowledge and ex, uh, acknowledge and understand that they have personal ideas and desires, and acknowledge them, right? And your job as a boss, right, is to help them accomplish those ideas. And as a shipper, even as a personal, even as a shipper, if you're you're a freight broker dealing with a shipper. If you know that they wanna get a raise, your job is to help them do that, right? And that's a great way to build a partnership. That's a great way to build a relationship because they know what they need to do in order to get a raise. And if you can help them do that, you become the hero, right? So that's a perfect example. All right, Uh, next, appeal to the nobler motives, right? Appeal to the nobler motives. So nobler motives, obviously things like honesty, sincerity, right? Those are, those are nobler motives. And there are, there are tons of nobler motives. So appeal to those. And those always have a way of helping to sway people to your way of thinking, right? Focus on things that are the attributes and, and let's say attributes and uh, things that people would want others to think about them. Everybody wants to be thought of as honest and friendly and smart, intelligent, right? Trustworthy, right? Appeal to those types of motives and that always will help people to lean to your side. Um, Dramatize your ideas. Now, when I say dramatize your ideas, the best way to dramatize your ideas is through a story or through an example, right? So a case study with a customer is a perfect example of that or using a story of how you've helped in another situation, whether this be a shipper, whether this be an employee, whether this be a carrier, come up with stories and that will help to dramatize your ideas, okay? Stories, there's always there's this old saying, facts tell, but stories sell. So if you, a way to dramatize those ideas is to put them in a story format, okay? Uh, and the last one for this section is throw down a challenge. Now, throwing down a challenge sometimes Let me give you a sales example of this. Uh, Throwing down a challenge uh, can sometimes be challenging, right? Because what do you mean by, do you really want to challenge a prospect? Do you really want to challenge an employee or a carrier? Throwing down a challenge might be something like this. And this is a unique example, but let me give you an example. If there were a shipper that I really wanted to do business with, and I saw a huge upside and we had a good relationship, but for some reason... he just wouldn't give me the first order, right? And I just couldn't get the first order. Here's a challenge that I might throw down. And some of you might think this is crazy. I might say to the prospect, listen, Joe, we've been talking about this for a while. We've agreed on price. You have all my details. You have all my information. You know I'm trustworthy. But for some reason, we just haven't been able to initiate and get this relationship going. Here's what I'm going to propose. Give me the first load. And if for some reason, I do not pick up and deliver that load on time in good condition with no problem. You pay zero. You pay zero. I'm going to give you a guarantee on this first load. Just, just so you know how sincere I am and and that you can trust me. If for some reason this load doesn't deliver on time with no issues, with no damage, with no problems, you pay me zero. Now that's a challenge. It's challenging two things. It's challenging him or her, and it's also challenging me. Now, you got to be very confident to do that. But if you did that to a prospect, how do you think they would react? Do you think that all of a sudden their, they're, you know, their the hair on their neck would go down and that they would be more at ease? They're saying to themselves, listen, if this guy's willing to put 100% money back guarantee on this deal that I don't have to pay anything if he doesn't deliver it on time, I think it's a good bet. So that's a perfect example of, of challenging somebody, right? And that's just one example, right? All right. So let's move on to the next section. Be a leader. So being a leader, how to change people without giving offense or arousing resentment. I'm going to share with you nine tips on that. I'm going to go through these quickly. Number one, begin with praised and honest appreciation. These are things, um, particularly again, being a leader, a lot of this I think is going to relate back predominantly to your employees, your team, maybe your carriers, and it and it certainly can cross over into the shipper relationship. So begin with praise and honest appreciation. The next one, call attention to people's mistakes indirectly, right? Don't directly. Again, we talked about this before. Don't don't make somebody admit that they made a mistake. There's no benefit in that. Point to their mistakes indirectly. The next one, talk about your own mistakes before criticizing other another person's mistake. Talk about your own mistakes before. Listen, um self-deprecation, right? Self, you know, telling a story, an embarrassing story about yourself is one of the best ways to endear yourself to others. It's one of the best ways to build rapport because it shows that you're humble and you have no ego and that you're willing to admit their mistakes. Okay. So if you want others to, to acknowledge their mistakes, then share your own mistakes. Right? So that's an example. Ask questions instead of giving direct orders. Perfect example of dealing with an employee, right? Um, If you're dealing with an employee or an agent or a contractor of some sort, instead of giving direct orders, ask good questions. It's a much better way to point out what needs to be done next as opposed to giving a direct order, right? Because again, when you ask that question and they come back with the feedback, all of a sudden now it's their idea, right? And they're much more likely to promote it, execute it, follow through and stick with it if it's their own idea. Next one, let the other person save face. It's always whenever you get into a debate, whenever you get into an argument, whether it be heated or controlled or whatever, always let the other person save face. Don't make them walk away with their head down in shame. Let them save face, right? It's an important, it's very important if you want to develop a strong relationship. Again, that's all about being, this is all about being a leader, how to change people without giving offense or arousing resentment. That's what this list is all about, right? All right. The next one, praise the slightest improvement and praise every improvement. Be hearty in your approbation and lavish in your praise. Listen, if there's one thing that employees want above money, it's praise. So recognize them. Amongst their peers, the same thing with carriers, right? With your carrier relationships, recognize that they've done a good job. We used to have a list of the top carriers we would put out every year. Um, Our VIP carriers would put out a list on it. And beyond that, we would on a regular basis, we would have those conversations, right? We would recognize when they've done a great job. Um, and we do that with everybody, but particularly with our employees and our carrier relationships. So again, praise the slightest improvement and praise every improvement. Right. Next, give the other person a fine reputation to live up to. Speak highly of them to others. Right. When you have an employee, say he's a dispatcher, he or she is a dispatcher, and you have a new person that's hired on, and you know you're you're trying to train them. Tell a story. Uh, or give praise to the other person when you're training them or hiring them, letting them know that that's what they aspire to because it wins on both sides. Okay. All right. And that, that, again, that was give the other person a fine reputation to live up to. The next one, use encouragement, right? Make the fault seem easy to correct. Again, we've talked about this a little bit, so I'm not going to dive into it a whole lot, but use encouragement, make the fault seem easy to correct. If a mistake was made, encourage them to fix it as opposed to focusing on blame, right? And the next one, make the other person happy about doing the things you suggest. Make the other person happy about doing the things that you suggest. So again, this really comes down, again, this is all about leadership. This is all about uh, winning people to your way of thinking. So I just gave you, I think, 29 or 30 tips on how to do that. But there's two more things I want to share with you that are big takeaways from the book, okay? And and lean in on this because this is going to summarize a lot of what I've just talked about. And if you don't take anything else away from this training, please take these two things away. I would strongly recommend you go back and make some notes and a list, particularly the things that resonated with you. But these two things are critically important to take away. The key to influencing others is again, this statement, the only way on earth to influence other people is to talk about what they want and show them how to get it. Listen to that. It's really important that you listen to that. I don't care if it's an employee. I don't care if it's a carrier. I don't care if it's a shipper. I don't care if it's your partner. I don't care if it's your spouse. I don't care if it's your kids. I don't care who it is. You have to, the only way on earth to influence other people is to talk about what they want and show them how to get it, right? That's the key to influencing others. That's, summarizes a lot of what we talked about here. The next one is the secret to success, right? That comes from this book is, if there's any one secret to success, it lies in the ability to get the other person's point of view and see things from that person's angle as well as from your own. Now, listen, again, this is really important. And then we're gonna wrap up this training, but this is really important. If there's any one secret, it lies in the ability to get the other person's point of view and see things from the other person's angle as well as your own. So you have to put it in their perspective. I said that before. So those are two huge takeaways. Those are 29 or 30 tips I just shared with you uh, that will help you to grow a seven-figure freight broker, freight agency business. I hope you guys enjoyed this. If you did, if you're curious about becoming a freight broker or a freight agent, Check out freightbrokerbootcamp.com. We've trained over 10,000 students, been in business over a decade, and I have personally done over $200 million as a freight broker. So again, check out freightbrokerbootcamp.com. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Have an awesome day.